So, I'm not gonna lie. I have a holier than thou attitude when it comes to technology. Holier? Yeah. What do you mean? Like you you revere technology as a, your lord and savior? No, I just think I'm better than everyone else. <laughs> okay. Well, you're so you flex with your technology. That's what you're trying to say. No, I don't flex with my technology. I just feel like whenever someone's when something goes wrong with someone's phone, computer, I'm like, I can genuinely figure out what's going on. Oh, or that's what like, you mean. Okay. Um, those like scam text messages, emails, I genuinely won't fall for those, right? Mm-hmm. But you fell for one. <laughs> I fucking fell for one. <laughs> Okay, I gotta hear this story now. <laughs> okay, so Sam knows this already, but Pam, you don't know this. Uh, last Thursday, when we were actually supposed to record, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, let me, this is a story and a half. Let me set the, the picture. <laughs> so, we just finished texting. I was like, so we're recording in about an, in an hour and a half. Cool, cool, cool. I am there. I'm on my computer. Discord is open, right? And one of the many Discord servers I'm in, right? I see a message. You know, it's a message from someone I kind of know. So I'm like, I can kind of trust this message. It just says, get three months of free Discord Nitro. I'm like, hey, I like free shit. <laughs> so I click I did, I'm just going to interject here quick. I'm not going to lie. Getting free shit or like free months is why I have spotify prime because they promised me a free google nest and and now i have a free google nest they gave me two and i have two google nests right now well and that's how i got hooked into i have got hooked into satellite radio because they tell me i they told me they'd give me a free alexa so i got satellite internet or or satellite radio for my car for three months (laughs) (laughs) i mean i feel there free shit everyone likes that so I click on the thing, right? It says, all you got to do is sign to your Steam, right? Or link your Steam to your Discord, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I do the usual. I look at the URL. It looks legit. The login, everything looks legit, right? I'm like, all right, cool. It's like, here, pop-up, pops, thing pops up, right? Just like Steam would do when you ever you log into Steam on Firefox, right? Or mm-hmm. Google Chrome or, God forbid, Internet Explorer. So, you know, put in my information. Cool. It then asks for the two-factor authentication code, you know, just like it normally would. Cool. Get an email. Your password's been changed. What? Your email address has been removed. Oh, shit. Your phone number's been removed. I'm like, oh, no. I fell for it. Yeah, you did. A classic, yeah. give us $5,000. I mean, no, it's not that bad, to be honest. Not give us $5,000 and release your child from prison. So, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I I had to do the whole send the email to Steam, or like the Steam request where it's like, what happened? Well, I got fucking fished and like I fell for it. And like, okay, Shout out to fucking Steam. They took like four hours to get my account back, which is insane. That's like insanely short amount of time. Steam has good customer support. I give them it's that. It's good customer support. Like they four have... hours to get my shit back. That's yeah. amazing, right? Like just they, to put they this set into context, the bar for customer support. To put this into context, not shit talking Apple. Please don't sue me. But Apple recovery can take up to 
it can take a couple of days at minimum, right? Take almost a week sometimes, to be honest, too. Yeah, it can take a long time. So mm-hmm. that was me thinking with my Steam account, like, oh god, I'm not gonna get this back at any time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was just panicking. I'm thinking, like, first thing, first I was like, okay, God, my credit card and my debit card information are there, right? Why don't they just go in the spending spree? Then I was like, oh god. All those games I bought like over the years. If I have to start a new Steam account, it's gonna take a long ass time to do it, right? Mm-hmm. And like, shout out to the bank I'm with, right? One of the f- features they have is like you can lock your credit card remotely, right? So that was the first thing I did. Mm-hmm. I was just like credit card locked. It's like no transactions happening for the next couple of hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you were you it. were compromised. I was compromised. Like, I'm glad I got my stuff back, but that was not a fun couple of hours. Mm-hmm. Like, just stressing over my own stupidity. Right? And I'm just picturing a little chibi Uchi running around, like, with the crying face, like, screaming, arms above his head. Like, I, life is over. <laughs> it's all over. No, I don't like that super cheesy thing, right? But oh, it was just goodness. kind of like one well, of those, like, man, I should have known better. Like, as soon as I got my account back, I was just like, okay, stress is done. I can go to bed. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and have you guys ever noticed, like, when you're in one of those situations where you get upset or, like, something bad happens where it's just like, oh, my God. And it feels like essentially not the world is ending, but it just feels like this is the worst possible thing. How after that situation has resolved yourself, how you're like, I'm done. You're so tired. It's like you go lay down and you're just asleep like in five minutes. Like I know it is totally a response to the stress hormone, Mm -hmm. but it is usually the best sleep you have in such a long time. Oh, man. If we're talking about situations like that, the most recent one that happened to me was we all know how difficult it is to get a PlayStation 5 these days. You know, they're 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 very expensive. And they're also very rare to come by. Um, but last week, because I'm one of the very few gamers who's ever played Skyrim, I decided to buy the PS5 Enhanced Digital Edition of Skyrim, right? I plug it in, you know, I'm doing it because I'm bored. Just, you know, it, it's not the best games by any standard, seeing as it came out in, what, 2011? Um, but something happened eventually where... I was playing the game, and in a split second, my TV just went dark. It it wasn't off. The TV was dark, right? And then the PlayStation flashes orange, then red, then just goes off. (laughs) And I was like, like, what the hell just happened? (laughs) So I'm panicking. I push the power button like three times. The PlayStation is not coming on. I unplug it, plug it again push the power button still not coming on and i was like did my like did my playstation just brick like i was actually panicked because i was like i, I spent like almost 900 dollars on this thing um and then eventually after like eh, like let's say like 50 like let's say a minute into like after trying to turn it on and off again i went back to it and i turned it on and then it, w- it, it, it it popped up that, like, error code, whatever, that, like, do you want to report this problem that just happened with your PlayStation 5 involving Skyrim? So that's how I was like, well, so for people who don't know, <laughs> Skyrim on PlayStation 5 might actually break your PlayStation 5 sometimes. It just crashed straight up. Um, I mean, it was imagine, ridiculous. 
the sometimes technology breaks in some stupid ways. I remember for the first month PlayStation Five was out, there was a error message where if you put your PlayStation to sleep, not all PlayStations, some of mm-hmm. them, there was a chance it would get bricked. Mm-hmm. How terrifying is that? Like that's so stupid. Like imagine you. Like it's not just PlayStation or like I'm not gonna just shit on PlayStation. Like I remember when New World came out and like hey, so there's a chance if you play New World your graphics card's gonna break. I'm like, how? <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's like you're spending all this money and this this could break at any time. So, but that's the thing, right? I've never really experienced something like that before because it's like this is something you spend so much. It's like you buy a car. And then you start it, and then it just doesn't start anymore. And you just bought it, like, like a year ago. Like, you, you'd yeah. panic as well, because you'd be like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> so, yeah. so, oh, man. So that's the same but, thing. Uh, it's crazy. True story. True story. But the first PlayStation 3 I ever had actually got bricked. Unfortunate. Yeah. Unfortunate. So- I wanna I wanna bring up a story here because you guys both know I live in a constant state of stress ninety percent of the time. Yeah. Um, so you, it's funny that you mentioned cars, Sam, because when I bought my new car last October, it was I bought my car on the Wednesday. On the Monday, I was driving it to work, and next thing you know, my check engine light and a fluids light comes on. And I'm like, well, this is concerning. I just bought this car not even five days ago. And now these lights are coming on. The dealership said they were supposed to take care of all this. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably like, you know what? It's probably just low brake fluid and it's probably going to be fine. But I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to take it to the dealership. The dealership was like, oh, it's just low brake fluid. But we're going to charge you $98 because we put the code reader on to tell us that. Oh, I and mean, my response yeah, was, I bought this car five days ago. You can take that $98 and shove it up your ass because <laughs> the brake fluid should have been topped up before I drove it off the lot. Oh, my goodness. I mean, in that situation, yeah, I mean, you do have to kind of negotiate with them and be like, hey, okay, I get that, but I just but, bought this five days ago. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. Like, if it had been six months, yeah. But mm-hmm. the fact that it was in the same week, it was just like, really? <laughs> just no. Really? You're going to oh, try to do I just, I just spent 12 grand here on my vehicle. Now you're going to try and squeeze another $100 out of me? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's grand already, 12 grand's grand. already almost, almost quite there to add to a first time homeowner's thing to get a house, by the way. So you were close. Right? It was like, well, here's the thing. I paid the 12 grand for the car, and then I promptly went to Canadian Tire and spent two grand on winter tires. No, no. Do not say winter tires. We're not bringing up the winter tire program. We're argument. not, not going to have on. that conversation. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not. I don't. Like, no, I don't. I, I personally don't now. Um, I've gotten over no. the whole winter tire, tire thing no. because Shh. I have all season. So I'm quiet. good. Quiet. Quiet. <laughs> We're not bringing up that argument. I'm moving on. Moving on. This conversation no, no. never moving, happened. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. This is a huge trigger for Uchi. So moving on. Moving on. Let's talk about the movie. <laughs> I'd like to think about that. <laughs> I'd like to talk about winter and some tires that weren't in this. Movie. No. I'm, ju- I'm joking. I'm joking. Well, you know what? <laughs> 
We all I'm have joking. We should all have all seasons or winter tires on our car. <laughs> moving on from this conversation. Oh my god, no. Hey, hey Uchi. Uchi. Yes. So yesterday, I uh-huh. drove into uh, my homie's driveway. And they uh-huh. hadn't paid. They hadn't paved the driver, so the driver was very, very slippery. I'm leaving. <laughs> can we just can we just kick Sam out of the out of the chat or out of the Discord session? <laughs> this story isn't even about tires. <laughs> I don't. It sounds like it's about tires. <laughs> oh my goodness! It, it's it it's 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 unrelated to tires, but essentially the the snow clearing vehicle that was meant to clear the snow actually slipped, which was funny because it's like you're a sn- yes. So the vehicle clearing the snow on the street slid into a snowbank. And now, and now here's my question for that driver: No, did he have all season tires on? <laughs> it was a it was a tractor. I don't know. I don't know what kind of tires. I'm just, the, in, I, I in his know, defense, so in his defense, the Bridgewater streets right now are they, like as as far as this past weekend was concerned, they were icy as hell. Like it's you couldn't take like a step without maybe almost slipping. Like it was no they were ridic- ridiculous. Sam, so I'm actually, for you guys and for our listeners, I'm actually up north in Bonneville, Alberta right now, mm-hmm. and I got here last night, and I went to go get out of my truck and almost did a full Bambi on ice. Like, I could not, you cannot walk on the streets or on the park, like uh, the parking lots here. You have to skate mm-hmm. because yeah. it is just sheer ice. So I totally feel your sentiment right now. Yeah, that's so, just watching that tractor just slide into a snowbank was like, wow, this, this, okay. We live wow, here. this is where we live. Yeah. <laughs> we live here. <laughs> and then you have like, you have like the Nigerian neighbors coming out because like, I, I'm guessing there's like one or two Nigerian families living on the street. But then one of, one of the dude comes out. He's like, are you okay, my friend? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. It's happened before. And I was like, before? Like, this isn't the first time? <laughs> I was like, wow. This is Winnipeg. Oh, man. This is Winnipeg, dude. Like, I think something legit noticed. Like, my apartment gets sandier in winter. Oh, than yeah. the whole summer. Mm-hmm. And... It's just because it's fucking Winnipeg, man. Oh, you well, you have to put sand, otherwise you get tractors sliding into snowbanks. So, <laughs> you, you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's but ridiculous. Like, where my apartment is, like, I live in a basement suite, right? So, like, I will track sand from the driveway up and down my entrance stairs like crazy. Like, I have to sweep three times a week and vacuum three times a week to keep that. Mm-hmm. kind of clean because the amount of sand and stuff I track in from trying to keep the ice off the driveway is mm-hmm. ridiculous. Also, um, Sima, uh, I, I was about to say Sima. Also, wow. Uchi, one thing. How many times do you dox me? <laughs> also, Uchi, one thing I would say that I had to invest in was I had to get one of those really expensive, like, um, door, door mat, like the heavy duty ones for winter from, um, bed bath when i worked there in my yeah. defense though i think they were like they were like 60 bucks when i bought them but i had my employee yeah. discount which brought it down to like 40 
But like, because the one you guys have right now at your apartment, if if I don't get me wrong, I don't think it's like it's just like a regular one. It's not like anything special, right? So yep. getting an actual rug like mine, and it's also easy to vacuum too, because you just you just move your vacuum cleaner over it, and that's it. It's clean again. So I would definitely recommend if you get something like that, it would like something like mine. It would help a lot, definitely. Yeah. Don't forget, I also have a cat that tracks litter around the place, but he uses that Wait. mat as well for the litter, so we don't get as much litter just like tracking the apartment too. He gets tracking shit across the apartment. Yeah, well, I mean, he does it as much as like other cats do because we have yeah, that, yeah, that in place. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. We're not a general chatting slash consumer recommendation podcast. Mm-hmm. We talk about media sometimes. Yes, we, sometimes. Yes, we do we talk about media sometimes. We started review podcast, and mm-hmm. now we are a media podcast, I guess, a pop culture podcast. Would Pretty that be much. better? <laughs> yeah. I, like, we're probably the worst combination of pop culture podcast, because, like, let's be honest, I just... I, I'm a weeb, so a lot of my shit is Japanese, and on top of that, I don't really care about Japanese culture. <laughs> so I only watch anime and nothing else. We 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 have a kids. we have a diverse kind of, which which I guess kind of helps the podcast though because there's something for everyone, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe. So it's <laughs> you know, all my fellow snobs and high. Uh, you and your art house film group. Art- <laughs> High level film standards. Um, High level film standards. Yeah, By the way. Yeah. I say this lovingly. Get bent. Oh my goodness. Oh my anyway. Anyway. As a media slash pop culture slash high art film podcast. Mm-hmm. First and foremost. What's everyone's favorite western film? Slash cowboy before before this one that's not counting yes. this one right um, yeah let's say before this one oh yeah um ooh that's a tough one for me uh it would have to be between Django Unchained and um. Is that one really? I, the good, the bad, and the ugly was okay. That's like a classic. Um, okay. But I, I would bring, I would bring up um, what's it called as well. It's not really a movie because it's a, it's a Netflix limited series. But Godless, I did like Godless as well. That was, that yeah, one was pretty let's good. Let's actually branch it out. Let's say Western media. No, that's yeah, not... I like, I liked, <laughs> I liked Godless definitely. Um, Django Unchained was pretty good too. Um, good, the bad, and like yeah. So like, there, there's a plethora, but I would say for sure, Godless and Django and Chain, those two are pretty good. Hey, yeah. Pamela. For me, I good, the bad, and the ugly is I would say in there. But if we're being like traditional Western, I would say probably Crossfire Trail or the Sackets with um, Tom Selleck in it, or. Um, Oh, Tall Tale, it's a Disney movie. And now if we want to be really obscure, 
and this i don't think really i guess it's uh, is a western romance kind of theme rodeo romance would be longest ride but western western probably crossfire trail mm. okay yeah no like for me i i western films are not kind of my thing like i don't see western movies or see like cowboys and be like that's something i want to watch so like for me it was only Django and Chained, right? Because mm-hmm. you know I'm a Tarantino stan. But they, like it, it, with westerns, I would say it takes like a certain, um, like even within western movies, there's certain like audiences for different types of like storytelling. Oh yeah, of that course. makes there's sense. Like, subgroups within western, but like yeah, exactly. That's not an argument I'm here to try to argue. But like oh no, let's yeah. break down the subgenres of the western. <laughs> movie and like how this western society differs from this western and then this one is slightly different from this one you know what i mean because mm-hmm. like you can argue about that for like all kinds of media and whatnot if we're being honest though like majority like 80 percent of them always involve like a revenge arc you know which is why people yeah. always say the last of us 2 should have been a western as well but uh you know it is what it well, is and, and like with westerns like feel like westerns are not really something that you get into as an adult you either grow up with them and like them or you kind of have a eh, could take them or leave them attitude to it like i am someone who grew up on westerns and grew up watching clint eastwood and john wayne movies right so it's, mm-hmm. it's different for me watching a western than it would be for someone else right yeah and then like I guess since Pamela is so much older than us. Hey, <laughs> hey, I slipped on ice the other day and I swear to God I almost broke my friggin' hip. Wait, wait, Pam, did you fall and say, help, I can't get up? Help me, I'm falling and I can't get up. No, I picked myself up and then <laughs> hobbled the rest of the way to my car. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is what I was going to say. Yeah, back to what I was going to say. The thing is, like, with a lot of, like, Cowboys and Western movies, it kind of fell out of favor of Hollywood. Like, well, yeah, because Hollywood moved on to more like modern. Hollywood moves on, like yeah, no, Hollywood moves in like circular patterns, right? Everything mm-hmm. kind of like comes and goes, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, we live in the era of the big blast, big blockbuster superhero movie, right? Explosions, and like. It feels like the big blockbuster superhero movies has gone on for God knows how long. It's not going 12, away anytime soon. Twelve-ish <laughs> years now. Yeah, and like we we can argue about superhero fatigue in another podcast, right? Mm-hmm. But like the last couple of years, we've seen more Western movies coming back, cowboy movies coming back, right? There's been an influx of a return of those movies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, oh, there's been a return of like just like older type classic movies in general because don't forget yeah, like, well, yeah. like and black see, and white with the western... yeah go ahead sorry because of the yeah, so as we got Uchi's point of like how westerns kind of fell out of favor of Hollywood I feel like there was a lot of westerns made in that like 60s to well maybe not even the 60s but like 50s 60s 70s a few in the 80s few in the 90s like that's where we kind of had that lonesome dove era and like the Hatfields and the McCoys, and then kind of just no one was into westerns anymore, right? Yeah, like I think maybe it's also I have to look into the fact that we kind of moved, we became more and more f- 
removed from that time period as a yeah. whole, right? Mm-hmm. And also, like, it became the, controversial because it's like that time period was not the best for um, majority of well, et- ethnic groups. Yeah, so like it's like it's yeah. just a safe a safe bet to just not tackle that era in general. Yeah, so like is that as well, right? So as a whole, Westerns kind of feel out of favor, right? But then like you had people still occasionally dropping like the Western movie, right? And um, you can think of like stuff that came out. You can think, uh, what's that one that Carantino did? The Hateful Eight, right? Mm-hmm. That came out. Um, what else is it? Jangling Chain was like 2012. Hateful Eight was 2015. Mm-hmm. You had there's there's Godless that did really well. That also got nominated for a lot of Academy Awards. Well, not Academy, sorry. Um, whatever TV series version of the Academy Awards is, but uh, the Golden Globes. Golden Globes. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Nominated so you got Godless. Two. You got that, and like as a whole, there's like been more coming back, right? So when I remember when the first trailer for. The Heart of the Fall, right? Because that's the movie we're reviewing. When that first trailer like, dropped, right? And mm-hmm. I was just like, hey, this is going to slap. It's just going to be good. I don't I, know why. I will say as well, like in addition to what you're saying too, that the, the, the Western movies that are coming out now, like the more modern ones, they're coming out but with a spin. So they're not like falling into the same traps as the older ones did. Like... In the case of Godless, for instance, you're having more, like, female characters being the center of the attention, right? You still have the, like, main character who's a gunslinger or whatever, but the whole premise is, hey, he's in a town that's only full of women who also know how to handle rifles because all their husbands died in, like, a coal mine, right? Um, You have Django Unchained, which is basically, like, empowering, like, you know, a black kind of um, shackle-broken slave, you know? Now you have the harder they fall, which is more like again you're putting, you're 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 flipping the narrative in a way where it's not just like, um, tall chiseled white man, avenges his like wife that got kidnapped by, um, other evil chiseled wise white man, <laughs> and they I end up that. living happily ever after. You know, yeah, it's it. They're not yeah. So it's they're they're becoming more. They're becoming more like what's the word I'm looking for? They're, they're trying to dig deeper, if that makes sense. They're becoming more more layered with the storytelling, rather than them, rather than like the the stories just being more formulaic, if that makes sense. Um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's an exception though, because that one is also has that one has layers as well, which is kind of good. Um, but the vast majority of them, it's always you know classic good guy defeats the villain. Uh, gets the girl, gets to go back to his ranch or something. Maybe sometimes there's a plot twist and, like, he dies at the very end. But he usually dies, like, after you think everything goes back to normal, that he does one last heroic thing and gets shot in the head or whatever, and that's the end of the movie, right? But it was always always predictable back then compared to now, pretty much. With some exceptions, but yeah. Yeah, so, like, there's that as well, right? And like, for me, I like like I said earlier, I had no interest in westerns. You got like predictability thing you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. But like when the first trailer for the Hard Eight, the fourth came out, right? I was like, that's gonna be a great movie. I am watching it. Mm-hmm. And surprise, surprise, I thought it was a great movie. 
and I enjoyed mm. watching it. <laughs> and and that's that's something I like I said even to add to that too that I again the merging of like new things with the old things because even when it comes to like the something as simple as say the music in this movie for instance it was wait, wait, very wait, 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 wait. don't don't just jump ahead let's build onto it first did okay. you like the movie okay yes of course of course I liked it yeah Pam did you like the movie. I don't know if she's like the movie or not. She's silent. I'll take that as a no. She, white woman didn't like the movie. Oh, she's God. Oh, no, she's too she bad. so much she left. Question. Can you guys hear me? Yes, you yes. can. <laughs> I have been trying to interject for the last 10 minutes. Oh, we couldn't. We definitely couldn't hear we you couldn't back then. Hear you yeah. at all. Definitely. Oh, my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just don't uh, exist. I, I don't exist fairly. <laughs> Anyways, yes, Uchi, just, ask her your question. Pam. I heard the question. Uh-huh. Can I can I say what I was gonna say before I give you my answer? Sure. <laughs> first off, yes, I enjoyed the movie. I think I texted you in the first ten minutes of that movie, going, "I'm totally into this. It actually starts like a proper western." And for me, that's a big deal. Like, because Sam, you said, like, we're getting, or, or was it you, Uchi, that said, we're getting further and further removed from that lifestyle, right? And Up on the, the Western, Western yeah, kind of. And, like, for me, that is something I very much live in every day, is a bit, like Western lifestyle, in a sense. Not to the scale that Yellowstone is, because for anyone who thinks Yellowstone is real ranching, you're on something because that's not how it works. <laughs> but, anyways, this movie, absolutely fantastic. We'll watch it again. It was on my recommended to watch, and I am glad when I suggested we watch a movie or do a movie for this week, Uchi, you said this one. That's basically what I've been trying to say for the last 10 minutes, and you guys kept talking, and because you can <laughs> hear me. So, now we yeah. can move on. <laughs> now we can move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to give a quick shout out to everyone who doesn't know, The Heart of the Four is a 2020 American revolutionist. 2021. Film. 2021. My bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Film directed by, I, I think it's James. James Samuel. It's it's E Y. Well, it's just still pronounced James. It's just spelled. Listen, mate. I don't like it when people say my name is difficult, and then you come out like. J e y m a s. It's just James. Well, it's still it's still James, yeah. <laughs> you know, but you, you can't get my point, though. Right? I do, I do. But it's James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's but James with an e and a y and an e s. So yeah, I I don't know. I'm gonna get checked. That's not my point. He co-wrote the screen the screenplay with Boaz Yakin, and the film stars. Oh boy, I hope you're ready. Yeah. It's a... Jonathan Mayers, Ildis Elba, ZZ Beats, Regina King, Dio Lindo, Lakeith Steinfeld, RJ, RJ Siler, Daniel Dedwick, Eddie Gafigi, and Dean Cole. I think you're missing someone. I think I am. There's a lot of great people. Um, you're missing um, what uh, starts with a D. Um, uh, Damien, no, it's not Damien Wayne's. No, <laughs> Damien Wayne's definitely not. 
Oh no, I mean yeah, he is the, there the, though. He yeah, is there. Devin Wayne Jr. No, but the 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 uh, the actor that plays the cop, the sheriff. Um, oh, uh, D- Lando, D- Lando, Delroy, yeah, Delroy, Delroy Lindo. There we go. No, yeah, maybe I, I didn't say. I don't think I, I didn't, didn't hear Delroy Lindo. No, I didn't. Hear I did. It. I did. I said Delroy Lindo. Okay. All right. Cool. Oh, it's an all-star cast. Like this mm-hmm. is this is black superpower. <laughs> <laughs> Black superpower. I'm not wrong. Oh my goodness. Any one of them could hold a movie down on their own. By themselves. That's very true. Yeah. Re- yeah. Like Regina King alone was in dude, was insane. So yeah. dude, my two favorites in the movie were Lakeith Steinfield, because he stole every single scene he's in, mm-hmm. as he does, and Regina King. Like yeah. those two were insane. Yeah, Jonathan Majors did pretty good too. He was Jonathan Majors was so good. Yeah. But then there's like keep stacking. Like, yeah. come on. The yeah. chain high scene. <laughs> Him walking on and being like, I am not a violent individual, but I'm friends with oh, violent no. individuals. No, that's not what he said. He's like, he's like, I do not condone violence. That being what? said, you are in the company of extremely violent individuals. <laughs> that scene was insane. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Good good writing. The script was tight. The script, the script is so tight. It made me happy. And by Pamela, hi Pamela. <laughs> the script for this movie was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yes. the the dialogue was tight. Tight dialogue. Okay, so I'm not gonna. Unfortunately, I have a very hard time putting actors' faces to names unless they and like what characters they played, unless the list is directly in front of me. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. so our gonna have to forgive me for this um but honestly script like the lines were fantastic and like i said earlier it started out like a proper western like i was enthralled in the first five minutes the way they set it all up and there was that i was not really expecting right Mm -hmm. yeah it was pretty good i want to comment the 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 girl, the lady who played, uh, is it stage stagecoach Mary? Yeah, yeah. stagecoach Zazie Beats. Z- Zazie Beats, yeah. yeah. Zazie Zizi. Uh, oh, I, th- I thought it was Zazie. Well, I thought you pronounced it. Fantastic. She was honestly my favorite character in this movie. Yeah, she, she was. She was pretty good. Yeah, I I don't think there's any character in this movie that I didn't enjoy. No, and that's mm-hmm. the other thing. Is Even Damian Wayne's was good. There's no character that I didn't, you know, they may, I may have not loved them through the whole movie, but they had their moments and, and that it's like, okay, I, I like you. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Also, okay. can we, can we just like pause for a second to just appreciate the, the insane range of acting that Idris Elba has? It's re- you are not allowed to be this talented. It, why? Idris Elba is not allowed to be that talented. Why? <laughs> like, <laughs> why? Why? Like, Idris, it's arguable at this point that Idris Elba is 100% up there with, like, DiCaprio and, like, Pitt, definitely. Like, oh, 100%. Like, he, like, he, he, He's the range that this man has is ridiculous. Let's not forget he was in Hobbs and Shaw, like Fast and Furious, not too long ago. Yeah, right? where the the difference in that script is like, who are you? I'm Black Superman. <laughs> Black Superman. Like he, he has such acting range that it's just ridiculous. Like he, 
yes, the, the script for that wasn't that great, but like, it, let's be honest, Hobbs and Shaw was like the most fun Fast and Furious we've had in a while, right? Spinoff, but like, yeah. it was just fun. It was, yeah, yeah, it was just fun to watch. Um, but that's the thing too, where like he just has such a presence, whether being a good guy or a bad guy, that you still like him regardless. It's it's crazy. I don't, I can't explain it, but yeah. That's not to mention with the TV shows he does as well, where he's a different actor in that also, and then, uh, like, or different character. Like yeah, like it's just yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. What? I can't, I can't hear Pam at all. I can't hear Pam at all again. Yeah, it's just like lit up green. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Ow. There we go. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what is going on with my Discord. Um, Wait, are you on Wi-Fi or like just cellular? I am on Wi-Fi. Maybe it's, it's, actually, it's probably the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, carry um, on. Um, I don't think I have seen Idris Elba as a bad guy in many movies. I mean, there was, there was that movie that we watched last year where we were just like, man, this is just too much trauma porn. Oh, oh yeah 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 I know yeah I can't think of what that one was but yes which one um yeah I don't even know which what movie that was I have to go find the name of it Beast of No Nation oh yeah. yeah he was a bad guy in that too yeah look at that look at that acting range come on like it's ridiculous I yeah. forget he was also in the new Suicide Squad movie but yeah sorry, oh he back. was also in Suicide Squad that's true man yeah he's too talented dang it Sam I'm gonna reach to this phone at you. <laughs> Continue, please. Uh, but I was just saying, I don't remember very many movies until you remind me of that one, Uchi, that he where he's played a bad guy. But honestly, in this one, I cannot picture someone else playing Rufus Buck and doing the role justice. Oh, definitely. Like, it's, yeah, I agree with that, too. And, like, can, the actor who played the main lead, I cannot think of the character's name, and I cannot think of the actor's name. Well, you'll know his name soon enough, because he's going to be the new big bad in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, you can just say his name so Pam knows. His name is yeah. Jonathan Majors. Yeah. Majors. Thank I don't know why I say Majors. Yeah, Jonathan Majors. He's, he's going to be Jonathan very famous Majors. in the coming years, probably. Okay, Sam? How much do I care about the Marvel Universe? No, I'm just saying you you, you you don't care about it, but you still know who Tom Holland is, do you? Do you not? Yes, because we've seen other movies with Tom Holland. No, but that's anyway. my point. My point is he Sorry. will be very popular going forward. So and well, continue. And that's why I want to give him the rep now. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll now before he becomes just a Marvel actor to me. Right. <laughs> um, honestly, he did an amazing job in this role. Like he fits the Western hero. I don't want to say like hero. Yeah, that was no hero. Well, <laughs> what, what he was an anti. He was an anti-hero. And I'm doing hero in air quotes. But like the tortured Western main lead hot guy role, very well. <laughs> Is that why it's called tortured main lead hot guy? Well, the t you know, like I, again, don't forget I mentioned earlier beforehand. If this if this script was written in like the eighties, Jonathan Majors would have been white, would have been a white dude. Okay, so he would have. If this was written in the eighties, he would have been played by Patrick Swayze instead. He, he, or like yeah, or like Brad Pitt or something. I don't know. Yeah, something like, like that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like he fit the role very well. 
physically and how he acted it. <laughs> he killed it in the room. Plain and simple. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Next point. My most controversial point. I don't think the story is as good as it could have been. Oh no, the acting carried this. <laughs> the, acting, yeah. the acting, the music, the, the set, everything carried it. Mm-hmm. The plot was kind of basic. Well, that's what it westerns is. are. I literally, <laughs> every, literally every western is a re- revenge arc. That's all it is. With a twist at the end. Well, I would say yes to that, but at the same time, I feel like there was a few things they could have done with it to make it a little, give it a little more oomph to the plot line than just what they did. Like Uchi says, it was just basic. It fell a little flat. The acting and the scenes set and the music carried it. Yeah. For me, there was that moment when uh, after Stagecoach Mary got caught, right? Well, it just yeah. kind of felt like it saw side losing steam, you know? Well, that that part, I was more or less like, I think state, that was a situation where it was either done intentionally oh, or no, just like, to drive the plot. Because even Stagecoach Mary agreeing to just like walk into that town, like when she first like, proposed yeah. that idea, I was already like, that's a stupid idea. You know, like, that's a stupid idea. Why? Yeah, I was like, that's a stupid idea. Like, why would you go into that town? Because I'm stagecoach Mary. Yeah, and, and then when why? she when she spoke to Regina King's character as well, and she's like, I'm looking for your boss, and then she's like, my boss. I'm like, yeah, you fucked up. Okay, let's get this over with. It's like, yeah. <laughs> my, my frustration with that scene is because like, she's presented as such a powerful, strong woman in the scenes before it, and then it's like, and damsel in distress. My yeah. problem is, not, my problem is not just the damsel in distress. My problem is the plot demanded that she becomes a dumbass to become a damsel. Too, <laughs> Like, look, look. If someone is like, "Hey, stagecoach Mary, you're more famous than everyone else. Go into the town, try to get some information." I'd be like, "That's very fucking stupid." But I can see someone suggesting that in a stupid kind of way. But her herself being like, "I'll go there myself." I'm why also you're better off going in there as just like a no-name person to be honest because you at least you can kind of bullshit your way into saying oh like maybe like uh the people i was traveling with like got jumped by bandits or something like you can always try to like say something where like no one really knows why you're there so it's like okay cool just watch them for a while you know they could have sent in coffee yeah exactly but like (laughs) sending her in everyone knows who she is Already, everyone knows who yes. she was. She, who she was previously, and then and she no, wanted to buy rich. property in the oh town that Rufus Buck owns, and you think that's just gonna fly? You know what I mean? Like it's like, come on, you're that's a dumb idea in general. Yeah, the worst part. About- <laughs> so For me, the worst part though is the fact that she did that. Walked into the town, right? Like mm-hmm. I want to buy property. Less than three days after they jumped the gang and took their money. Yeah, it's. <laughs> okay, it might have been more than three days. I'm just saying three days. Yeah, like, yeah. but like in a, in a short so, amount of time. It was such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, no, don't be stupid. Also, stupid. how, like, that's the thing. That was just one of those things where, like, yeah, definitely. I'm not sure if they did it intentionally or just it 
the plan just wasn't thought through. But also, it was Mary's idea. And in Jonathan Major's defense, he told her that was a bad idea as well, but she didn't listen. So, like... Yes, because I, I don't yeah, see like, <laughs> She's a strong, independent black woman. But who makes dumb decisions sometimes. No, because the plot demands she makes dumb decisions. It was so dumb. Like, please, people, understand. I'm just shitting on how dumb that plot point was. Yeah. An otherwise really well-written movie. That's the mm-hmm. dumbest thing I've seen. <laughs> um, I, 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 am I allowed to bring up something we should also talk about as well? Which is? Mr. Lightning with the Blam Blams. Oh, RJ? Shit, I like RJ. <laughs> and I, I don't know if Pam got anything extra to say about the dub plot. Talk about oh, yeah, RG. right. Yeah, no, I got most of it. I, I just want to interject that my Discord was messing up again. I was going to say, it would almost be better if they sent, like, um, the character that was kind of Mary's, Stagecoach Mary's, like, I don't want to say bodyguard. Yeah, that's coffee. Yeah, that's what, that's that's what Uchi said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that. Exactly. Sorry, what was her character's name? Cuffy. Because with the cuffs, yeah. she had the fisticuffs. Yeah. That would have been perfect to send them in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you, you're better off sending someone who like who's just like no one knows who they are, you know, like so they just blend in rather than. Yeah, you know, rather than expose yourself. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, no, Mr. Lightning with the blind blabs. That was Mr. Lightning with see, the blind again. Blab. He he's also uh he's also a character. You know when we when you talk about um stock characters in certain like movie genres, there's always there's always in every western there's always the like fast with the gun like always so cocky person as well. You ha- even in Godless you had one and they always die. Like the cocky the guy who thinks he's the drop. fastest. The quick draw, yeah, they always quick die. Quick draw McGraw is what they, we call them. Yeah, they, they always die every single time. And it, it, awesome. it happened here too, so. It did, but I enjoyed uh, Jim Buckworth, or like RJ's character. Like, he was so much fun. Oh yeah. my goodness. It's just, was... it's, it's just funny when like he's practicing and then Cuffy's like, I've seen faster. And he's like, where? Where? <laughs> in the mirror, I'm like, Bruh. and then like in the mirror, and then everyone starts laughing. I'm like, yeah, she she told y'all, y'all didn't listen, <laughs> or they rather. I don't think she identified as a she, but you know, said they said it. You didn't, you didn't listen, um, and then he didn't listen, dude. Okay, so my favorite thing is like because we have to tie it into the plot. Right? This is mm-hmm. so great. Um, when uh. Cherokee Bill killed Jem, right? <laughs> oh, I guess for like Pam help. When Lakeith Stanfield's character killed RJ. That death was yeah. so good. That was good. That was so good. And like Lakeith's just like, why do they always count so slow? Like, come <laughs> on, right? I love that way. That was such a great callback to the train heist when they were standing outside the the uh, prison uh, train. What's What's the name of a train thing? Oh, the the, oh, you mean the tr- It's just the the train. <laughs> just no, no, no. Like the individual compartments. Oh, the car. Like yeah, like the cart. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. car. I guess car. The car. Yeah, yeah. When they're standing outside the prison car, right, and like the doors locked, and he's like, "Okay, you got like ten seconds, door unless oh, cool your son, right?" Mm-hmm. And he starts counting shit as well. 
What, was he counting slowly? I don't think he was. He was. He was. Oh, he was. Oh, yeah. And that's such a great thing when he, like, fast forward kills Jim's character. He's like, why do they always count so slow? <laughs> like, God damn, I love well, you. Also, like, also, let's be honest. Jim's character, this he cocked the gun back. He removed the bullets just to put them back in. He was so cocky. He was, that's how you know he's going to die. He was so cocky. It's like it was so different from the first time they did the showdown, right, or the stare down. Yeah, when he was like, "You and me, let's go." And then Cherokee is just like, "I'm gonna go get myself a drink." And I'm like, "Wait, what?" Well, yeah, because that. And it was like what? <laughs> well, because at that point he was actually prepared. On like, like in this one, he was also prepared, but he was just overly cocky this time. It was so cocky because he was count and then like he he pauses and then he looks at him and then he winks and he's like one and then he just like shoots him in the face like what are you doing no no, i think he reached like three he was like one two yeah and then he like boom yeah because it's like what are you doing like one of us is gonna die dude like what are you doing (laughs) that's that's a noob move (laughs) i I, I enjoyed it i enjoyed it you know honestly i really liked that the humor in this how like everything kind of related and intertwined into each other mm-hmm. like yes. like they weren't like witty they didn't rely on like witty one-liners and stuff like that to make the movie funny like there was a lot of like comical it, comic in the scripted lines but it was there's a little bit of physical comedy that made it worth it like when that scene where they blow up the the I don't want to say stagecoach because not stagecoach in the middle of the street and then the guy's oh. arm flies off and they're like is that his arm? Oh like, yeah, right, right, right. Blood, it was like, oh, what did he see? Like, who's the fastest draw old man? And then the old man's like, I would have bit my right arm on it. And it's blown <laughs> up. It's like, tell me, is that his right arm? I'm like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which is pretty good. I I liked how when they had to go steal some money from White Town, it was lit- it white. was literally a white town. All the buildings were white. The sand was white. The sand was white. Was white. <laughs> I was like, why? <laughs> hey, that you know was that? so Honestly, funny. That, Sam, that Sam, was that so scene. funny. That scene, all I could hear, hear during that scene was you going, "Does you need some white cake?" <laughs> the whole town was white. I was like, "Why? Why is that?" <laughs> oh my goodness! But also, Jonathan Majors in just in that whole heist was also great as well. Oh, he was Where, so good! Oh, like right. when he was staring down the the hero, and he was like, "Sup, blue eyes." Like, <laughs> what's up? Don't think about being a hero. Don't think about being a hero. Like, it's, not, it's not gonna work out. Just put it down. I'm just like, damn. <laughs> oh my goodness. Because you know, there's always there's always that one guy who thinks he could be a hero. Dude, I think like this actually kind of also gets to the point out, right? All the main characters, like all the protagonists, all the antagonists, they're all bad guys. Yes, I mean everyone's a bad guy in this. They're just rel- yeah. it's just relative badness. It's just red. Well, I just <laughs> <laughs> I noticed with this. Are you too okay? It's, it's, okay. This, this, Are you okay? This, this man said relative badness. 
It's like, listen, listen, I might rob and steal, but I didn't kick a puppy. Yeah, you know. Listen, one guy beat some other dude, beat his, <laughs> bit his gold teeth out of him with the butt of a gun. And the other one broke a white boy's nose with his pistol. They're both <laughs> like they're above a pistol. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Their badness, there. You know what that makes me think of when Sam said relative badness is when in Lilo and Stitch, where Lilo draws the picture of Stitch and has it drawn colored in red and says, "This is your badness level. It's unusually high in someone your size." Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> But like, yeah. I don't want to say it almost makes the human like the humans feel character. Oh my wow. god! Wow, the humans feel character. <laughs> uh, the characters have a humanity a- aspect. Like none were. I don't want to say like chaotic good or chaotic bad. Like they were all chaotic good and all a little chaotic bad. Like none were too extreme bad and none were too extreme good. They were all. They they all had motivation that were val- exactly. that that was valid. If that I, 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 I don't know about them were too chaotic bad. I mean, Elder's Elba shot a guy in the middle of the street for disagreeing with him. Well, yeah, yeah but, but that's you know that's for that's peacekeeping. That. He's doing he's doing he's, it for he's pe- peacekeeping. <laughs> he's peacekeeping. <laughs> when, oh, what God. when 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 the police do it, it's okay. I was gonna say he's not the American police. He's doing it's okay. But what is it, just Alba? Oh no, he's a bad guy. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> Either way, all again, these characters, relative their badness. badness level is unusually high for someone their size. <laughs> How tall is Jonathan Mayers? Uh, I think he's saying Mayers Majors. Jonathan Majors, I think he's about six. He's either five eleven or six. This is a weird thing to figure out, but just the fact that I'm that's... googling. I'm googling. I'm also googling. He's six feet tall. Yeah, six. That's right. Yeah. He has a huge amount of badness for someone that small. Yeah, he's roughly <laughs> my height, pretty much, and like, yeah, just. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, oh, no. Okay. This is also also something that like really baffles me because sometimes oh. when we look at like um, actors on screen. We always think they're like taller than they actually are. Like, think about it this way: Uchi, your roommate Delizzo, he's the same height as Chris Hemsworth, literally. Is he? Yeah. Oh, but my Chris God. Hemsworth dude. looks bigger. Dude, dude, um, I met some girl this weekend, right? She's like six one, six two. Yeah, I just was. It was one of those things. Where I was like, yeah, no, because like my roommate was like, hey, yeah, so. This is my roommate Uchi. He's tiny. Show off how tall you are. I'm like, my guy. Like seriously, Idris Alba is six one. Idris Alba is Jeremy's height. Well, but you just, just don't know. You just don't notice. I just want to say something about height because I consider myself on the tall side of females. Mm-hmm. Slightly taller side of females. I always think six feet is. Taller, I don't want to say taller than it is, but shorter than it is. Because, like, Sam, to me, you don't seem like you're six feet tall. I am. I know you are. Yeah. But to me, you don't seem like you're six feet tall. But the guy I'm dating is six two, and he feels like a giant to me. Mm hmm. Like it is the weirdest thing, and I I feel like yeah. Or actually, let me let me let me preface this before people say, oh, Sam's a liar now. 
When I don't have shoes on, I'm 5'11". But guess what? Half the time, I have shoes on. So, okay, well, I'm 5'11 and a half. Like, it's it's like, I'm in, like, that weird spot, right? Where it's like, it's like, if I... You could be six feet. Exactly. If I literally, literally, all it takes is for me to, because we did this. Literally, I went to, I went to the gym. I went to the gym and we did this. While while Sam's explaining himself, I'm just gonna go quickly collect some water. And (laughs) when he's done explaining himself, we can move on to the next aspect movie. I literally went to the gym and did this, and they were like, "Okay, wait, hold on, take off your shoes." So I took off my shoes. I only had socks on. It was at about six, right, just like right there. And it's like, oh, take your socks off. And then like now it's like closer to 5'11". It's like, oh, put your shoes on. And then it's exactly at six. So it's like it's that weird like like pencil mark in between. (laughs) It's like, okay, that's where you are. I can also make that argument because on my driver's license it says I'm Mm 5'7". Measured flat foot without shoes on, no socks, no nothing. I am... Five, six, and three quarters. <laughs> mm. But when I wear shoes, and I'm usually in a cowboy boot, which is about an inch and a half heel, I'm closer to about five nine. <laughs> so it's like it's honestly, yeah, it's it is what it is. <laughs> Generally, you're just around there. So yeah, yeah. But anyways, that's that's the whole thing. It it, it wasn't anything too special. The point is, I was just bringing to attention how like some actors just. Because of the way the camera is, they just look bigger than they actually would well, be in real life. And I feel like body build also is proportionate. Because if you're like a huskier six feet, you don't see, feel as tall as someone who is like a skinny six feet. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, exactly. Because I'm like a, I'm like a stocky six feet, so I might not look it to people. Well, and I think that's what it is. Because like I, my friend. Well, I mean, my friend Jared is 6'3 or 6'4, and he's, like, stocky, but he is a big boy, and I will always be, like, a giant in my mind. Mm-hmm. But it's funny, because, like, my, like, you put two people, like, I have one friend who is 6'2, and he is, like, stocky, so he feels, like, shorter than 6'2, and then the guy I'm seeing is 6'2, like, it's on the slimmer side, and I'm like, you feel like a giant to me. Oh, the way this argument's still going on even after I got my water. Oh, no, we're not arguing. Yeah. No, we're no, just no, no, like... No, 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 Basically, essentially... <laughs> essentially, the point, what, what, what point I was trying to make is that actors sometimes seem bigger than they actually are on screen, right? So it, it is like what it is at that point. Thing. Yeah, because you know like, like I said, Sava, Sava is the same height as... Um, Chris Hemsworth, for instance, as well, right? So it's like and that's the best part is like we're throwing out all these people's names and like most people who are listening to it are like hey, I have no idea who. This-. Well, I'm just saying it to put like but- put into perspective, right? Or like, what's her name? Uh, Emma is just as tall as Gal Gadot, but you don't realize it. Hey, Gal Gadot's tiny then. I was saying, I'm guessing Emma. I'm guessing Emma's like five ten, right? No, because Emma's shorter than me, and we've been over this is conversation. She? Oh, em- see, that's the thing. But Emma, but the thing is, Emma, times. Emma looks tall. That's the, it's so weird. Like height is such a weird thing. It's one hundred percent objective. Like, well, how tall is Gal Gadot? Uh, I I believe Gal Gadot's five eleven. That's and I thought Emma was five ten. That's what I just thought. Emma was five ten. Well, Uchi, how tall are you? Well, actually, Gal Gadot is five ten. Okay. My bad. Uchi, you're 5'8". 5'8", 5'9". Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess we are about the same, around the same height. 
I like oh to yeah, you and I you am, and Pam are the same height actually. Because I remember very similar. Yeah, because we checked when we did the um, when we were shooting the movie at your place, you Pam. Yeah, because you guys stood yeah, next I to each other and you were trying to compare. I remember you guys were the same height. Yeah, but you know who's not the same height as me? Zendaya. No, I was going to say Zendaya. I was going to say uh, Sean Carter. Because I'm trying to get to the music. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, the music, the music was slapped. fantastic. I would yes. say the only time I didn't wasn't the biggest fan of the music was in the final fights, like the fight scene between the girls, where it kind of went like that gunfight, where it kind of went into like a '70s style groove almost that i just I, maybe i just felt it didn't fit the scene or what but it that just that was the only part i didn't love the music yeah because that's the girl the fight scene between regina king and uh zizi it's not zizi how do you pronounce the name zazzy beats zazzy beats right that was mm-hmm. what song was that it's some song where it had some convoluted intro, and I was just like, "Man, this intro is way." Yeah, it just didn't quite work. But like, otherwise, the rest of the soundtrack is amazing, and I have it on because I was like, "This, this slaps." Honestly, it was fantastic. Like I said, that was the only part that I felt like the music didn't go up, like match the scene too well. It was a li- like it was the wrong choice for what was happening in the movie. And I don't know if they wanted to make it reminiscent to like those seventies, like those the seventies movies is what they were trying to do, like the the spy movies and action movies that came out in the seventies. But it just didn't do it too for me. Wait, sorry, which what are we talking about? Like the actual the that music, the, just the music in general. Oh, you didn't like it, or I'm confused. No, 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 no. I'm just saying I did. The only time I didn't like the movie was that the part where the girls were fighting because it just it felt like it didn't fit the scene to me. What was the song in that? Can I even remember? I, I don't remember the deck title, but someone that was like, uh, something, something. How did it go? Oh, oh is, is it? It's is it Black Woman? It might be Black Woman because like tonight I want to introduce you to a song written by. Oh, by wasn't it? Wasn't that? Oh, it's like a Yoruba. Yeah, I remember that. But what, I thought that was the train one. No, no, no. The train one is something different. Is it King Kong Radium? I think oh, like, if I, I liked, I like, I still liked it though. I didn't mind it, to be honest. It was fine to, for yeah. me. Like, it was yeah, because I didn't really, I didn't really notice it like that. If I'm being honest, I kind of did, because like I guess what the intro of the song was. The rest mm-hmm. of it. Felt like the music fit the movie ninety five percent of the time, and I find out didn't notice it a whole lot because it just kind of blended in with what was going on with the movie. Yeah, like uh, the rest of the soundtrack, I just generally thought it played off it really well, and I guess it fit it fit the scenes extremely well. I mean, yeah, yeah, it did. It did. And like I, I, I thought which one was the, I, no, I think it, it was the, oh, where, where did they play that song? I think, was it in the begin, beginning? Um, 
the Here I Come song. That one was pretty good too. Ah, uh, damn! Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. It's like diddly diddly woo ooh, ooh. I'm trying. I'm trying. To, here I come. Yeah, I like that one. I liked that one. I can't remember which one it was though, but I liked that one. Um, I also liked like the melodic one with the like person in blue paint dancing in the in the saloon. Oh, in, in the saloon after the cat was like, "I'll go into town." Oh, yeah, my, oh. <laughs> yeah. The uh, Friday Friday ships are not returning. I think that's the name of that one. That one was good too. That one was kind of chill, like a like that's something you know. You walk into a saloon, you take your hat off, you grab a drink, and you just you know you just chill and listen to it. Um, and it was good because that music was playing while he was having dialogue with like Delroy Lindo as well. So like it just it the, the, that's the thing. The environment was just it was done so well. Like it just felt real, you know. A lot of the songs just kind of like were built around the movie, mm-hmm. and like it felt like a really tight integration. Like, yeah. I think movie, you, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, I feel like the movie doesn't work as well without the soundtrack, and the soundtrack is super memorable because of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean? think the soundtrack was made for the movie. Like it was like it was. the oh, the artists the artists made the songs while they were making the movie. Like that's yeah. Yeah, like there's only one other movie I've watched, or maybe like two other movies I've watched, where like the soundtrack and the movie just so perfectly tied together, mm-hmm. right? And that's like um, Kimi no Nawa, which is an anime movie from like 2016. I think Dune did a good job with that too, to be honest. I think Dune is more like this. Okay. Well, I guess score. Like, that's more put, score than it's soundtrack. It's more of the score yeah. than the actual yeah, soundtrack, that's true. right? That's true. Mm-hmm. I get your point. Like I, I still. Oh, actually, you know what? Black Panther did pretty good with that too. To be honest, I. Wow, the thing with Black Panther, like aside from the, uh, backpack by Vince Staples, I don't remember any other songs. You don't remember Ops, the actual chase scene where Claw is like, "We need some music," that that song was bumping. I don't remember it. What? Zoom them. Oh right, that was that was crazy. Uh, blackout life in a taxi cab. You're dead to me. Oh come on, that song was crazy. That was a good like chase sequence song. Nah, that was a good one. I get nine one one free zoom zoom here. Anyways, yes, continue. My bad. Continue. <laughs> I'm just like, saying okay. that one was good. If I'm, okay, maybe it's because like the background for the soundtrack also came out. And let's be honest, almost three years. Yeah, ago, 2018. Now, yeah, approaching four years mm-hmm. now, right? So it's been a while. Mm-hmm. So like, it's just like one of those things. Like, maybe right now, if the holiday of the four, right? That soundtrack is so ingrained because it's just come out, right? And Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, I've already watched the movie twice already, right? So like it's gonna be memorable for me for a while, but like again like all kind of music and stuff, right? It might fall off, you know? Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. But that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pam, do you have anything to say? No. I I I music good. <laughs> yeah, music. Is it good? <laughs> when did Michael get here? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How long do we have left to record? Uh, let me check here. 
We have, oh yeah, we have about like 15 minutes left, roughly. Like, let's just say ten minutes. Ten minutes. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. I guess we can start like wrapping up towards the end, right? Oh yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So like, I guess like it's final thoughts. Wow, it's been a long time since we said the word final thoughts. I was gonna say like, when was the last time we used those? Yep. Final thoughts time. on the harder they fall. Look, I think final final thoughts on the harder they fall. The harder they fall, kind of. It's like that argument for why Netflix exists or like is a platform, right? Because mm-hmm. people at the end of the day will always we had this conversation way back, not even way back when, like maybe like a month ago. Talked about Netflix versus the cinema, right? Mm-hmm. Could I see the Hollywood for be put out in theaters as a wide world release, right? As like big blockbuster, people get, put your hands behind it, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Like the director, it's, right? it's definitely getting nominated at the Oscars, though. I can tell oh, you no, that. Oh, no, 100% sure. getting nominated, right? Yeah. Like, it's a great movie, right? But, like, the director behind the, this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Before this movie, he mostly did music videos. Yeah. So, like, imagine... But then that just shows you the talent that Hollywood you know, just keeps overlooking. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. It's 100% showing the talent that Hollywood's overlooking, right? And, mm-hmm. like, because, like, this movie, right? I don't think without Netflix... Oh, I lost you. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm back now. I don't okay. know why I blew. I, I put a Pam. You pulled the Pam. <laughs> continue. Yes, continue, please. But like, no, I was like, I don't think without Netflix, this movie would have been made. Oh, yeah, 100%. I think Netflix gave this movie a chance to, like, be created, right? Where the cab looked at it and like, not. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're out of the golden age of streaming. We See, need to be. Um, it's like just pumping out as much content as possible right mm-hmm. so like first of all the director right he's 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 done a lot of music videos with people who are really famous right mm-hmm. the producing cast behind this right are huge right mm-hmm. like one of the producers is jay-z yes so you already know like with producers like jay-z and like everyone else there right mm-hmm. you can bring in the people like jonathan majors it is exactly. Lakeith Stanfield, they are the ones who are like, hey, come read this. Come get tied to this guy's idea and plot, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, that's just not just saying outside of the fact, right? I think that's, like, one of the things that helped make this movie happen, right? Mm-hmm. And because of that, we got something bigger and greater than it is, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how long, like, James would have been sitting on this, like, idea. Idea, of this movie, yeah. Right? Probably for years, to be honest. Yeah, right? So, like, mm-hmm. it's just something else. Like, he's kind of like the guy who did Squid Game, right? Sitting mm-hmm. on that for, like, 10-ish years, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just Netflix being like, hey, go make this thing, right? Yeah. And, like, I, it's going to be the same thing with, like, what we do next week when we do that show. I'm not going to say what it is yet, just in case I have to mm-hmm. postpone. Because <laughs> I don't like announcing stuff before mm-hmm. it's 100% concrete, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that thing wouldn't exist without streaming services right like and this is not me going like oh streaming services are amazing but it's more like sometimes streaming services will give us a lot of bad stuff but every once in a while it gives us something truly great and here's, fun to watch here's think, my like what sorry finish finish what you're saying sorry i shouldn't have cut you off that's my bad i was gonna say i think the harder the fall is up there right it's like good fun movie and i enjoyed my time watching 
everything great about it. Mm-hmm. Stupid plot points. Yeah. It's see, it's hard for me to know when you're stopping because sometimes you stop and then you keep going because of the lag. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I the, that's one thing I definitely because I, I had this conversation with uh, someone. Uh, la- yeah, it was like last week Thursday actually, where like they told me they don't like they stopped paying for Netflix because like it's just it wasn't worth it to them or whatever something like that. And I'm like, oh yeah, like that's respectable. Like you know, you you have the choice to know where you spend your money and stuff like that as well. Um, so I think this person said they preferred paying for Crave than they did for, um, Netflix, which is fine. But for me as a consumer, as, as myself, I've just found that Netflix, Netflix is, let's stop, let's not, let's be honest. Netflix has produced some very, very God awful things like <laughs> Riverdale. Um, <laughs> Riverdale is not Netflix. Isn't it? No, that's CW. Is it, is Riverdale CW? Yeah, I always I thought it was Netflix. I thought it was That's Netflix right for the longest Net- time. Okay, never Netflix. mind then. Okay, never mind then. I always thought Riverdale was Netflix. I mean, um, Netflix also had what was is Sabrina the Teenage Witch also Netflix yes, probably. Yes, that's, that's Netflix, but it's the same person who created Riverdale. Oh my God. Okay, my point point being. Dude, okay, honestly, the guy who created Riverdale is Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I we I know us to do an episode on down to death but look up his thing on youtube i'll send you a link but like for I'm like, how else, does he keep getting jobs <laughs> um for everyone else his name is it's not sabrina the teenage which is the haunting something of sabrina the second twisted or second the cherry adventures of, of sabrina, sabrina the witch or whatever of sabrina yeah his name is roberto aguerus i think yeah. Anyways, maybe there's an audience for the stuff he okay. does. Probably, okay. I'm not sure. Okay. 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 Uh, yeah. Continue. Yeah, but my point is, Netflix has brought me. You know, let's even start from this year alone. Netflix brought us Arcane. Netflix brought us um, Final Space. Netflix brought us Godless. Netflix got us. Um, um, even like the Irishman, if we go something like that, Netflix brought us the harder they fall. Like Netflix originals have like the, the quality of their original. Netflix even got us like Peaky Blinders. I know a lot of people love that. Netflix brought us The Crown. Like all of these shows that keep like getting Netflix nominated for awards. Stranger Things as well. Like they keep getting no- Sex Education. Like <laughs> all of these shows, they keep getting nominated for Big Mouth as well. Keep getting nominated for awards, and it's like at this point, even if we're just gonna talk strictly movies, Netflix also brought us. Um, um, I'm thinking of ending things, which me and Pam watched as well. Like Netflix is almost kind of like the. I, dare I say it? Some of their movies are actually better. Like the only thing Hollywood. That I say Hollywood in the broader sense really has over Netflix now, if I'm being honest, is Marvel. That's literally the only thing that Hollywood really has have, over Netflix. Really? No, but I'm just saying, like, because if I'm being honest, the only reason I've gone to the theaters lately is just for Marvel movies, just because I know they're not going to be on Netflix. But everything else, like that's been worth watching. It's like it's been a Netflix original. You know what I mean? I didn't see like the James Bond movie, the Double Seven one. But from people who've gone to see it, I've heard it's it's not all that 
great you know what i mean like it's okay um what else has come out this year too that's supposed to be like nothing none of the blockbusters in theaters right now i guess dune dune is an exception right now as well but then how many dune level type movies come out in theaters like on a yearly basis you know so yeah i don't know i just see it as the only thing the theaters really has over that right now is just i'm not gonna say marvel but just like superhero stuff you know what i mean like the the heavy superhero stuff yep I, I, I don't know if you guys agree with me or not, but the, no, yeah, I, it was very... Like, okay. there's a lot of stuff, like, I, I get, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I have my share problem with, like, Netflix sometimes, right? And, mm-hmm. like, I 100% understand when people leave, right? But I think, like, every once in a while, Netflix does drop some genuinely good, like, shows, right? Mm-hmm. And every other time, they drop stuff like Cowboy Bebop, the live action. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, right? The thing is, at least they're, like, consistent. Like, you know at some point they're going to drop something good. Something else that's good, right? Yeah, like, like if I'm being honest, Arcane jumped at me from nowhere. Like, I ended up, like, Arcane is, I almost love Arcane to actually know. I'm not gonna say to the same level as Last Airbender, but like, Arcane is up there now. Really good, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, come on, like that, that, that is magic. That is so good. So, yeah. yeah. Also, Stranger Things comes out what December? That I'm looking forward to. No, I think it's next year. Oh, it's next year now? Dang it. Okay. I don't know when it is. Uh, yeah. Let Pam say her spiel whether she loves this. Like her final thoughts. Yeah, movie. Pam, go ahead, please. This movie is wonderful. I will watch it again. I have recommended it to a few people to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will comment on, like, Netflix. Like, you know, there's that hockey player that says, sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's honestly the best way to describe I don't even just think just Netflix. Like, I think Prime is no different, or Disney Plus, or Crave. Like, sometimes, like I said, sometimes maybe good, sometimes Sometimes maybe shit. shit. Sometimes (laughs) it's good, sometimes it's shit. But then, I feel like. But then the streaming services, let's not forget, also give, like, non Hollywood, like, directors or actors or you know workers if you put it that way like they give like the lesser known people a chance to shine and i feel oh, like that's yeah that's what that's... streaming services are good for yes yeah oh 100 i feel like that's where like a lot of stuff kind of like reads from is like streaming services giving them a chance to like try something different right because mm-hmm. like yeah. i I, I really don't know who like if you saw a picture the give for the order of to like a typical Hollywood studio I don't know how many of them sorry repeat that you, br- you like, broke away so quickly yeah if like someone pitched the heart of the four to like a typical Hollywood studio I don't know how many would have picked it up you know oh yeah definitely like, mm-hmm. given it the backing that it needs but like. It ended up on Netflix, and I'm grateful for that because I meant I enjoyed piece, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and that's like one thing I will say is like Uchi, very glad, happy you recommended me do this movie. I liked it, and it was a well done western compared to a lot of the westerns that I have seen come out in the past. I would say 15 years, um, <laughs> and it captivated definitely me. it captivated me within the first five minutes, which as you can see as you know and our listeners know is hard to do um but yeah i 
do like the fact that Netflix does give a chance to people who are not going to maybe make it big right out of Hollywood, like in the traditional sense in Hollywood. But this was a wonderful movie for Netflix. And guess what? I didn't have to go to the theater and pay for it in a sense. (laughs) Fair enough. I mean, I'm one thing that COVID has done to me is if I'm going to watch a movie, I want to do it in my underwear with my air pop and Mm. a beer. Yeah. In the comfort of my own home. Fair enough. Yeah, me, me and Sam were having this conversation when he was trying to get the tickets for Spider-Man No Way Home, right? I think that's the name of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, and he was like, oh, you can get VIP tickets. So, yeah. Yes, but you can drink all... Yeah, I don't want to pay like seven, eight dollars for a beer. You remember when I said yeah. you can drink alcohol? I, you could, I mean, you know, we could, you could do some, uh, some illegal things. We're not going to talk about. <laughs> not on air. Not on air. Yeah, you could do that, and no one would notice. Okay, you not. I, I exposed myself back in my younger youth days. So I actually did sneak alcohol into the theater once. Yeah, and if it's whatever. VIP, no whatever. one even whatever. asks questions. Whatever. Yes, the best part. You know, I was like, you know, I'm a, I'm a sneaking like a little. Uh, What's what's the small of a twenty-four? Uh, Sixteen of like vodka, yeah, something tiny, right? Yeah, like there's, that, there's a Mickey, which is like there's a Mickey. It was a you Mickey. should you should there's preface this okay. to people there's listening. There's don't get caught. <laughs> yeah, don't get caught. No, a hundred percent. Don't get caught. And I do not recommend <laughs> this anymore. I'm just saying I was young and I did stuff because I was like, what's what's going to happen? I get caught. Yes, I could have gotten caught. Like, don't do this, right? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Don't do this. I'm just sharing the story, right? It's a Mickey of vodka. Uh, the other person was with did like a Mickey of rum. And then one dude just brought a six pack of beer. And I was like, yeah, it happens. Yeah, okay, hey, cool. Yeah. You're telling the story to our listeners who are mostly, well, we're on the university air. So, I mean, lots of university students. And uh, who probably all smuggled booze into things. And you're talking to a, a, you're telling the story to a female who used to smuggle beer, beer and other booze in her bra to places in her boobs. So right. you know what? I, I get I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, Pam literally had cans. Oh, oh yeah. God. <laughs> that terrible pun. <laughs> Is it time we wrap up and call it a day? Yes, it is. Um, and also, like, that's the thing, right? Again, the only reason to go to theaters right now is because of Marvel. Other than that, streaming services I are mean, doing, they're doing pretty well. They're doing pretty good. That's June. I don't know what else is supposed to come out of theaters that's decent. After No Way Home, nothing really. At least for the foreseeable Yeah, future. I'm honestly bringing up Cineplex to see what's in theaters. Oh my god, this Ghostbusters Afterlife, which I don't care about. No one's yeah, which also I think would probably be out on Prime soon or something as well. Wait, like, there's also the Matrix Resurrection. Oh, the that one. Man. That one. I'm actually gonna watch the Matrix to be honest. I might see that one. Again, okay, Ghostbusters Afterlife is November ninth. No. When is Matrix? Wait, is this movie already out? Oh, this movie's already out. Ghostbusters Afterlife is already out, yes. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't know. Just... When when does The Matrix come out? That the Matrix is December 22nd. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm definitely going to see that one. Probably. The Kingsman is also December 22nd. Is it? Damn. Yeah. Okay, so December is heavy then. It is. Dude, I'm, I'm actually lo- low-key looking forward. 
Oh, you, but anyway, you broke away again. You're looking forward to what? <laughs> the Kingsman. Let's go. Okay. The, the, the <laughs> okay. is breaking. <laughs> All right. Of us. Well, we will catch you guys next time on Northern Critic. Um, have a great rest of your week. Okay. See so you. Bye. Bye.